Welcome to Outwitting the Manipulator, the podcast that gives you powerful techniques to protect yourself as the manipulation is taking place. Now here are your hosts, authors, and communication experts, Robin Galinsky and Dr. Dennis Becker. Welcome, everybody. We have a, a special podcast coming to you today from Dennis and Robin about the holidays, handling manipulation around the holidays. Now, why would that be a special episode? <laughs> well, when you combine, you take a pot and you throw in tradition, religion, high expectations, emotions, history, deaths that have transpired, births that have transpired, uh, people who've cleaned, shopped, groomed, prepared. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a, it's quite the stew for manipulation. And in Dennis and I are going to talk about this in two different ways. Dennis, you want to introduce like our two halves. There's so well, much around it. Yeah. Thank you for that, Robin. And yeah, there's a lot of things, but we decided to, to, to divide this into two parts. And there may be more parts as we go along. And as you think of them, you can let us know, put it in the chat and so forth. You know how to reach us. Uh, the first part, we want to talk about this idea of holidays, because as we're doing this as today, if you're watching us live and listening to us live, this is the holiday season in the United States. We're coming up into what's known as Thanksgiving Day in, in, in the United States and uh, Christmas, which, of course, is followed by New Year's. So. These are special holidays, and there are other holidays, 4th of July, and other holidays that you may celebrate in your country that we don't even know how to pronounce. I don't know what they are, but you know what they are. They're holidays. They're things that are traditional. They happen every year. They are historical, perhaps. They are religious, perhaps. They have meaning, and they happen maybe once or twice a year, and they're special. They're considered holidays. Now, that's different. That's the first part we're going to talk about. That's different than the second part that we're going to talk about. These are different days that become special, like a someone who has a retirement party or a birthday party for that matter, or a, a wedding reception. These are things that don't necessarily happen every year, but that happen at special times. And well, they also have a group of people, particularly family, getting together. So we're dividing it in so, two parts. Well, we're going to divide it. Years. That's true. We're also going to divide it into manipulators that yeah. as we talk about them, we know them. These are people who cannot relate to anyone other than through manipulation. Yeah. But we also want to address more toward the second half, how you can avoid being a manipulator because of your high expectations mm -hmm. and your emotions and mm -hmm. what you want to have happen around the holidays. So yeah. yes, Dennis is correct. We, we, uh, we do want to address the, the holidays that are loaded with emotion, religion, tradition, history, those are the biggest challenge because not only are you dealing with manipulators who you always have, like one out of 10 people, they can't, they can't communicate without manipulating. They have to control all the time. And then you have regular people who just become manipulative because mm. of their high expectations. And then you have you who also is triggered by things that are happening. So, mm -hmm. but what Dennis was saying was absolutely true. The family events are fully loaded for this. So we're focusing on the ones that more have tradition, history, and all of that. But any family gathering, any family event, mm -hmm. it could be impromptu dinner gathering. 
is a prime mm. ground for manipulation. Yeah, I, I'm interested, Robin. I think everybody's a little bit surprised about this idea that everybody becomes and can become and often does become a manipulator during specialty special meeting times. And it'll be interesting to get into that because so far in our series over all the months and through the book and all the series that we've written, <coughs> recorded, we're talking about you being manipulated and how to protect yourself from that. And that's, of course, what we're all about. That's our main concern. But holiday times, special family times, these are times when you can actually become a manipulator. Not the same kind as we've been talking about, but nonetheless, you do manipulative things. We're going to talk about that today, too. So that's a little bit different. Let's focus on the first half, which is manipulators who only know how to manipulate and then maybe the pop-up manipulator. Mm -hmm. So a lot of this is predictable, right, Dennis? We talked about, Dennis and I, this is all very organic, and I'm sure you've gathered that from listening to our podcast. Dennis and I do not write a script. We do, It's very loosely planned because we find it much more interesting for you, and we don't always agree. But one thing we did discuss was that these situations are absolutely prime ground for the manipulator. The manipulator, and why? Because, because of the high expectations, because of the predictability of the event. So that could be the ritual, the tradition. We always do this. We always do that. So the manipulator is in a is able to plan oh, even more it. strategically. Oh, they love these seasonal things. That's yeah. absolutely. And so you, if you are the target of a manipulator who's in your family and you dread because mm-hmm. it's it, it never goes well and mm-hmm. you're going to feel bad every time you talk to this person, you can prepare in advance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's get into some sorts of things, Dennis. And I know you and I loosely talked about leverage and context and public humiliation. Mm-hmm. And we've covered this extensively in our book Um, We also coach and train on this. And I just want to give a plug to you going to our website, Outwit in Real Time, and subscribe, where you will get notifications of the workshops we're offering and the coaching packages Mm -hmm. we offer. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about how a manipulator would use the context of a holiday. And context is the word. Now, in the book, we talk a lot. and We've had other podcasts where we talk about context. In other words, the environment within which the manipulation takes place. The manipulator takes advantage of the context. And as we've said before, it can be anything, anywhere, anything around you. The smell, the looks, the sound, the people, the location, anything. So now we talk about holidays. Wow, that's very easy for a manipulator, because they can plan a year ahead of time sometimes even. The context is going to be virtually the same every year. That's the kind of holiday that we're talking about. And they know there's going to be some sort of a gathering. They know where it's going to be. They kind of know what's going to happen. It's tradition. And sometimes there are religious activities that are are part of that. It's tradition. It happens every year. So the manipulator, it finds it very easy to plan for these kinds of things. That's what we're talking about with holidays there. We're going to take you back to some basics, which is remembering that the manipulator, the person who cannot communicate or relate to others unless they're manipulating, that person 
is seeking control for the sake of control. Mm-hmm. So it's a field day of fun for them to trigger emotions, could be positive or negative, doesn't matter as long as they're the puppeteer pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't have any control over that, zero control over that. However, you do have control over whether you are compliant with that or not. Mm-hmm. And this is the part where you need to take responsibility mm-hmm. and think about whether you're going to be compliant because sometimes not being compliant is uncomfortable, unnatural, mm-hmm. and could actually make you look very bad. So if the manipulator sets a situation in the scene up correctly, they paint you into a corner. This is one of the favorite ways that they do it. They paint you into a corner so that if you react, it's a no-win situation for you. So mm-hmm. let's set up one of those situations, Dennis, because those are very typically happen at a dinner table or maybe there's a, a group of people standing in a circle chatting. Mm-hmm. And typically the, the, the tactic of choice would be a public humiliation or mm-hmm. invalidating something mm-hmm. you said, or maybe you're telling a story, Dennis, and I negate the story. Mm-hmm. Could be something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's set up a situation. And again, you have to practice this, but we'll we'll give you what we can here. Oh no, well, you always say that. We don't have to practice anything. I mean, you're you're so <laughs> you think you know everything, but you don't. And we don't have to practice these things, Robin, because this is something that, well, at least I know, and I will be glad to help you with them. But we don't have to worry about practicing because it happens every Every week we record, and this, a beautiful time of year, here we are in holiday season, don't worry. You don't have to worry about it. I will come prepared, and I will make you feel good as we go through this. So people aren't going to, well, they don't get to see the real you because we'll cover it up. We'll make things fine. So don't worry about it, dear. Really, don't worry. Okay, so Dennis has now, in this situation, he went right into Mm role-playing as a manipulator, has deeply offended me, right? Because I said, it's really important that we practice this. And he said, no, that's not true. And he went on and on and on, but he's being very nice about it. Okay, so, and that's that's a manipulative tactic you're going to see a lot around the holidays. Mm-hmm. The nice, where you do it nicely, mm-hmm. sweetly, coated with sugar. Mm-hmm. This is a very sophisticated manipulative tactic. Mm-hmm. I... uh yeah, I, I'm I actually just delving into it now because I've met some manipulators who use this and it's fascinating to me because it's it's so sophisticated. So what do I do? Oh, yeah, because- no, sophisticated. You, you say that it's not nothing sophisticated. Look, you think that way because you're not very sophisticated. For crying out loud, this is the okay. way people act. So that's the one I'm more used to around that I, yes, the more direct, obvious Mm -hmm. one. So let's go back to the nice one, Dennis, because there's a lot of nuance when you were being somewhat nice. I used a lot of different tactics in there. So why don't you talk about your tactics and then we can talk about. One of the things that, one of the things that I did the first time out was I talked softer I talked at a lower volume, a little bit slower and see my, my words were drawn out. Not like that. Which was patronizing. But but, I said like that, it's clipped and it's boom. But, you know, it's not so bad. I took it as patronizing. But onlookers, people who don't know the relationship between us well, or maybe they just don't pick up on it, 
could mm-hmm. just think, well, he's, well, isn't he a nice man? Being very nice. Yeah. And that's yeah. The, a, mani- a good manipulator, even a bad manipulator, but the good ones really try that and learn. And I uh, believe me, they actually practice how to sound absolutely polite. They actually practice that when they're alone in the car or home, they practice it. They'll practice it on their cat. Oh, do, 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 do. they practice the sounds of politeness. So that when it comes to manipulating a person, it's, oh. Now, you know, uh, while he's thanks. doing that, and, and uh, Dennis, don't forget your tactics. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of things. He went on for long enough. Now, he was kind of repeating himself, right, and going on and on. Now, what the manipulator is doing while he's doing that, Mm-hmm. is looking for all the tells on me non-verbally. Mm-hmm. Did I get you with that one? Let me say it again. Let me say it a little differently. Let me up the ante. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when we talk about you protecting yourself and responding, this requires a lot of strength. If you're somebody who is very expressive with your emotions, say, everybody, I have no poker face. Everybody knows how I feel. Well, you have a huge target on your back for a manipulator mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that is super fun with them, for them, for them. So <clears throat> you have to think about what are you doing non-verbally? You have to be very self-aware of this and practice with a mirror being minimum neutral. If you want to be more advanced about it, you have a slight smile on your face face you have a pleasant receptive look on your face okay now let's 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 focus on that word smile for a minute robin as a as a manipulator in the tactics that i used that first time that that i spoke with robin i chose that smile now watch this because if you can see this if you're watching and i can see this well it's a podcast but if you you can't if you're hearing it that's a different story but (laughs) here i'll describe it and because they're gonna both sound the same now listen to listen to the difference here Robin, don't worry about it. You, I'll, I'll be here to help you with it. You, I know you're not always prepared, and I know you need some help, but I'll be here. Don't worry about it. Now, here it is again, and I'm going to add a tactic that you are listening can't see, but I'll describe it to you, and Robin will describe it because she's going to see it now. I'm going to see it with my glasses on. Put your glasses on. Here comes the new a new tactic adding to that, Robin. <laughs> Robin, I know it's difficult for you. I mean, I... I know you don't feel very strong about this, but I'll be here to help you with it. I'll do everything I can to make you feel comfortable. Okay, so he's flashing his teeth a lot, which would look... <laughs> That's a sort of a clinical way of saying, I'm well, <laughs> <laughs> well, because me as a target, who know, you're a known manipulator, I see that as contempt. Oh. But here's the thing. People who are observing don't see that. This yeah, is uh-huh. why you're being painted into a corner. Yep. yep. So if, when you tactic- react, when you lash out because you know this is contempt, you know this is degradation, public humiliation with frosting, mm-hmm. you're going to look bad. And this is exactly where the mm-hmm. manipulator makes them feel mm-hmm. smart. They get an yep. endorphin rush. They they feel fantastic because they got you. Now, if the tactic I used, for those of you who are listening, the first time you heard me do it, it sounded, okay, second time, it sounded about the same. But the difference was, for those of you who are watching, you can see it, as Robin said, I was smiling the second time. Because as a manipulator, a really good manipulator looks at you, <laughs> is watching you, is watching you, and sees that. He or she is not getting the reaction with the way it sounds. He will or she will add another tactic, which is smiling. 
Yes. See? And like, it, I got you. Like, I'm the cavity, the canary, and They'll you know it. Ev- everything that they know. And it may not start out with a smile. And in fact, manipulators who are not very good will do this. All right, look, Robin, I know you don't feel comfortable. I'll do it. I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. It's yeah, they don't have correct. the nuance. Now, but then if he sees that doesn't work, he'll do this or she'll do this. Like, okay, all right. I'll try to help you as best I can. Go ahead. I know you're, you're not comfortable, but go ahead. Now, see, that's not very good manipulation because it didn't sound as nice, as pleasant, as sincere. But good manipulators, they literally practice that. How to sound nice, how to draw the sound and then add the smile to it. Or it's maybe very, they touch your arm or they oh put my arm goodness. around you. It's very nefarious. Oh, no, we should talk about that, too, because that's a whole thing around the holidays, right? That's just touching, a whole thing. The touching, uncle that yeah, kisses yeah. you full on the lips that you're trying mm-hmm. to dodge. I mean, there's so mm-hmm. many things. And then, of course, if you do attempt to dodge, so to speak, if you do attempt to get away, particularly at, at holiday parties, let's say, but at these gatherings, these holiday things, you try to get away. What do you get? You get, oh, come on. It's a, it's a party. This is holiday. Once a year. Right. Come on. Loosen up a little bit. I'm only kidding. That's yes. That, mm-hmm. Then there's that. The, mm-hmm. I'm only kidding. Okay. So the sarcasm, the humor. Let's talk about preparation and strategy, right? So Good. we could go, we could give you 9,000 examples. And this is where the coaching and the training comes in place where you can bring your own personal manipulation experiences is in, in, into the training and prepare specifically for your manipulator and practice, which gives you the competence and the confidence to do it. But for this, we're going to give you some general examples. So you've got to prepare and strategize. You know, this is going to happen. You know, that manipulator is going to do, think about this in advance, plan it out. Who is it? Somebody's springing in your mind right now. What are the tactics they commonly use? And like Dennis said, they on the on the on the spectrum of sophistication, they may not they may be very obvious, in which case it's a little bit easier, mm-hmm. or they may be very nuanced and very mm-hmm. subtle, mm-hmm. which makes it much harder for you to still come out smelling like a rose after mm-hmm. engaging with them. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure out who they are, know what their tactics are, and what your strategy will be. Now, your strategy needs to be not to comply with the manipulation. So let's mm-hmm. go back to our example, Dennis. I don't care which one you give me. So he, you noticed he said it three different ways. He did the bold-faced, obnoxious, all the way to the sickeningly sweet smile on his face. Mm-hmm. But he said the same thing, mm-hmm. and he meant the same thing, which is you're mm-hmm. an idiot. And you need help. And I knew that because of the history of the relationship, but onlookers, observers may not know that. Mm-hmm. So why don't we, there's many ways you can approach non-compliance, but what I, what we want to do here is give you a very nuanced way so that you look lovely. Mm-hmm as a lovely holiday guest instead of <laughs> making people around you feel uncomfortable. And now yeah. you're the bad guy. Cause when they're setting you up to fall, setting you yep. up to fail. Right. And right. then they walk away looking good. Like, yeah. I don't know what's wrong with her. See, that's, that's how she is. Oh I don't, I didn't deal with somebody like Why that. I mean, she's just like that. 
God, I offered to be helpful, but I I mean, so hair trigger, like so much anger over there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to play into their hands. Mm. And it's not easy. If it sounds exhausting, it is exhausting. So you shouldn't be drinking. (laughs) You should have your wits about you. You need to have eyes in the back of your head because Mm -hmm. they do. They know where they're going to move and who they're going to speak to and when, what they're talking to one person and they're looking past that person and watching something else going on and calculating their next move. Mm-hmm. This is the way they operate. Mm-hmm. You can't change it. Don't try to change it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do it to me again, Dennis. Oh, Robin, don't worry about it. And don't worry about whether you're prepared or not. I, I know it's difficult for you and you, you don't always feel confident about it, but I'll be here. I mean, that's one of the reasons I'm here. I'll help you get through it. You, you you look good at the end. So don't worry. But just let me take over when you feel nervous, okay? Dennis, I really appreciate your generous offer to help me. I will certainly let you know if I need help. Thank you very much. And now I'm going to smile and walk away. So what I applied there that we tell you over and over again is short, succinct mm-hmm. response. I'm not going to allow him to see me offended. I'm going to be neutral and I'm going to yes and him. I'm going to lean into what he said. Oh, thank you for your generous offer. I really appreciate that because I'm going to play the long game. Now, what does that do? Well, it lets him know as a manipulator, you didn't get to me. It didn't work. That eats at him. That's going to bother him more than anything else. And then what he'll do is say, really? Oh, come on. I know it's, I mean, I, I know it's difficult. I know in the past you've had a lot of difficulty and your, your mother has told me how many times that these kind of things make you nervous. So uh, I'll be here for, I just want to let you know that. The wrong way would be, um, excuse me, what makes, why do you think that I'm nervous? I've done, I have a PhD on this subject. And why are you, what do you mean my mother? When have you, why are you talking to my mother? Well, I mean, don't get so upset about it, Robin. I mean, I'm just trying to be helpful. Well, here. I am upset because you know that you told me that you didn't speak to my mother. And now you're telling me that you've talked to my mother about my level of expertise in this area and you're patronizing me. Now who looks bad? All right. Okay. Who looks bad? Me. Yeah. I right. look bad. Uh, the, the manipulator, like right I was able mind. to trigger her. See what I mean? She, she was triggered by the mention of that. And I kept it nice and polite and she got triggered. That's a win for the manipulator. Oh my God. It's so satisfying. They, oh. you, they're ready. If they could click their heels and not look yes. bad, they would. <laughs> they would. But okay. in their mind, they've got a big score sheet and they get out their marker <laughs> and they give themselves points and stars all day long. So that actually, I, I threw in another tactic. I used a surrogate, another, not a surrogate. I used another yes. person. Okay. Your third party. Third party. Third party. I used yes. well, Let's try it again. Let's see how Robin handles it. I'll try it again. Okay. Well, how do you want me to handle it? <laughs> <laughs> handled it the correct way. Okay. Right? All right. Okay. All right. Don't we'll, trigger we'll, me for real though. Cause I'm coming for you. Just kidding. <laughs> right, Listen, I know that this is challenging for you. I know. And, and, and your mother's told me too, that these kind of things have always made you nervous as a kid. And even now, I mean, you want to be, you want to come across in the right way. I'll be here for you. I just want to let you know that, that you can depend on me. Okay. 
I appreciate your sensitivity, Dennis, and also your offer to help. I'm going to go ahead and refresh my drink. Can I get you anything? Oh, you got them. Whoever's asking the questions is controlling the conversation. So that's a quick, easy way Mm -hmm. to take control. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Did you see that Uncle Bob just walked in the front door? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, let's go say hi to him. Now, I'm. Okay. Now she's in charge. I'm directing. Yes. There you go. There you go. You know what? I'm even grabbing by the arm to just show him. I'm not, not afraid. I'm not yeah. afraid. Yeah. Do you remember Robin? Your number. Now, this is this is real now. <laughs> I'm talking to Robin for real now. <laughs> Robin, do you remember in the women's self-defense class we ran some time back? Manipulation was, defense for women. Yes, I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. There was a woman, there was one of the women in there was getting came into the workshop to help for to ask us to help her get prepared for Thanksgiving. For a very manipulative sister, she hadn't really had a relationship with in 10 years, and she was very concerned about how manipulative and controlling her sister was. And they were going to be together for Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving, one of those holidays, was a traditional thing where the whole family gets together, and there's tradition, and there's there's regular things that happen. And she was afraid that in the past years that the bad things would happen. What do I do this year to protect myself? That's why she came to the workshop. So what happened, Robin? Well, so... She told us uh, of what her sister's manipulative tactics of choice were Mm -hmm. and the patterns. And then we real played. We don't call it role play. We real played it with her. Dennis is great at being an asshole, and I'm wonderful at being a bitch. (laughs) It's really super fun to be that role. So she... She even said that we rattled her to her core because we were so realistic. But Mm -hmm. what it did was after she practiced the responses and controlling her nonverbal and we coached her on being succinct. So in other words, we're not, we're not scripting her. We're Mm -hmm. giving her the tools that you apply over and over again. Mm -hmm. She Mm -hmm. was able to feel very confident and competent that she could pull it off. And she even looked different. She, mm-hmm. you know, it's, that's the thing. When you develop this competence, you are no longer, they don't want to work that hard. You can always bank on humans, apathy and inertia mm-hmm. and greed. Those are three things you can always bank mm-hmm. on with humans. Mm-hmm. If you're too much work, unless you're really worth it, like you're super wealthy or you're super hot, mm-hmm. they're not going to go the extra mile with you. There's lower hanging fruit. So you don't have to do this over and over again. Usually, usually they just kind of avoid you because Mm -hmm. it's not fun for them. Mm -hmm. The fun is the reaction is Mm -hmm. the fun part. Mm -hmm. Watching you spiral, watching you obsess over what they said, because maybe they said, I don't know if you know this, but your panty lines are showing through your pants. It looks kind of tacky. Mm. And now what are you going to do? Maybe you go in the bathroom and take your underwear off so you don't have panty lines. Well, guess what? They're going to notice that and they're going to say, win, dink, mm. win. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's an example that popped in my head. I know it's not appropriate. <laughs> yeah, it's not. No. There's so many right. things, though, that are physical with the holidays, right? Look, yeah, 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 everybody yeah. knows that you've gotten your nails done, done your makeup, cleaned your house. Mm-hmm. And so it's an easy thing to do to negate any of those things or just do a little, what I call backhanded compliments. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. 
you look so beautiful with makeup on. Did, yeah. you, have, did you have that makeup professionally done? <laughs> Thank you. Maybe. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. And the big holiday that's coming up for everybody, no matter what your religious practice is, is New Year's. And New Year's oh. is really a oh special my God. opportunity. Oh, for every woman on they, earth they love who's single and even remotely attractive mm-hmm. knows better mm-hmm. than be anywhere near a gross slobbering guy at midnight. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, 10 minutes yeah. to 12, they're all positioning themselves because they feel free to just grab you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good Lord. It makes me sick to think about, but, um, oh, come on. It's, it's New Year's. Come on. Don't be so silly. <laughs> yeah, just a little, come on. Just, just a little bit. Come here. Come here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, there's something in particular. Well, New Year's, your guard is down, right? Yeah. With the alcohol or now with the gummies and whatever, all my friends are doing all these, my friends are like high now. They're not drunk. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this is what we're doing. So your guard is down when you have dulled your senses with a substance. So you're not going to be sharp and on your game, mm-hmm. which is your choice if you want to do that. But it's likely that you're going to fall for manipulation much more easily. Mm-hmm. In fact, you'll find manipulators are the first ones to refill your drink for you. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's right. That's right. They're yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah, we you used the word a couple of times, and I want to be sure that folks remember we made this distinction a long time ago. It's worth making it again. The difference between responding and reacting, mm-hmm. and we've been saying, and the temptation is to when you get a manipulative tactic coming your way, is to react to it. That's what they that's, like. That's exactly what they're waiting for: instant. a reaction, instant. Yes. And, and and like we said earlier, they'll see it everywhere in a, in a blink of an eye, shake of your shoulder, something. They're looking for that instant reaction to the tactic that they just tried. So we're urging you not to react. Give yourself the protection of time to respond. Now, it doesn't mean a lot of time. We're talking literally a, a second, a couple of seconds. You don't have to just boom, get right back at them. Give yourself a second or two or three seconds. It's not, it's a long time in terms of thinking process, but in a conversation, it's not a long time. So learn how to, to respond. Give your time, your, your brain that time to think through what's the best way? What did I learn? What's the best way to respond to this that I see coming at me right now? They want you to react and respond and they'll watch for it. Here's how long um, it is. That was That's three all seconds. it is. Three. Three seconds? Powerful. Powerful tactic so and powerful time. technique for you to use. It's it's very powerful. Because it, it makes puts you in the seat of power and also asking questions also puts you in a seat of power. You are, just to give you a little bit of metric around that, your brain, the normal human brain, is capable of processing those kind of communications, any kind of communication, five to six hundred words per minute. Okay? Per minute. Now Average conversations happening at about 150 words, 175. Let's let's round it out. Say 200 words a minute. So when someone's talking to you at 200, well, right now, for example, I'm talking to you at about 185 words a minute. This is the speed that I'm talking to you. A manipulator might actually talk a little bit slower to give it time to get a reaction from you. So right now I'm talking to you at about 150 words a minute, maybe 145 words a minute. But your brain is capable and is processing at five to six hundred words a minute. 
So you have time. Your brain has time. So those three seconds, I'm telling you, we know those three seconds are so important to your brain. And in those three seconds, you come up with a response, not an immediate reaction. So you have the capacity to do it. The normal human brain, you have that capacity. So don't be concerned that it'll sound like I'm like, I don't know what to say. I'm afraid to answer. No, no, no. Hit those the three pause seconds, button. Boom, that pause will give them, whoa. I didn't get it right away. I wanted it right away. I didn't get it. What happened? You have to change the pattern. Yep. Yep. And take control of the timing. See, we like to say that the manipulator wants to control, follow this now, wants to control the momentum of the moment, which means the moments within which the manipulation is taking place. They want to control every second of that. The manipulation, the momentum of the moment. Don't allow it. Take so a manipulator. Some is as we said before. Somebody who only connects to people through manipulation. That's the only time they feel human connection is when they're manipulating. Other than that, they're pretty much alone uh, because they don't know how to connect. Mm. But then there's people. There's regular people who just manipulate because of deep insecurity Mm. or high expectations, Mm. and that could very well be you. You want to talk think- about that. That's a little bit different, Robin. Let's let's switch topics for a moment. Yeah. We, we mentioned that earlier, defending, and we've been talking about defending yourself against those professional manipulators, if you want to call them that. That's constant manipulators. But Robin mentioned something about you becoming the manipulator. What's that all about? Or Robin? becoming manipulative. I, I like to yeah, not yeah, manipulative. Not a manipulative. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's good. Thank Everybody. you. Everybody has yeah. manipulative yeah, yeah. moments. Correct. So talk a little bit about that. How do, how does that show itself what do you mean well i think it's i again i think it shows itself in when you're deeply insecure you have high expectations and there's probably something else i'm not thinking of if you're listening live you can drop it in the chat and uh let us know what you think but if you think about deep insecurity so people are at their best usually in a holiday situation like i said they've had their nails done their hair done their makeup done they've tried to look really good they've put on nice clothes. And so there can be a lot of competitiveness. There can be jealousy. There can be sometimes the, the, there's a lot of things that happen where people try to make other people jealous just to make them because they're insecure. You wouldn't do that if you felt good about yourself. But if you, if you feel insecure about something, maybe you've gained 10 pounds, maybe a mole sprouted on your upper lip. I don't know. There's lots of things. Maybe you've been lost all your hair because you had cancer and you're feeling down or insecure about yourself. You could decide, uh, not decide. It's usually not a conscious decision. You could start to act manipulative because of your insecurities. And this is something that uh, isn't productive for relationships at all. And it's not actually productive. It's mostly very bad for yourself. It erodes your own self because anytime you behave in a way that you know is unhealthy, it it sticks with you. It's not good for your own confidence and security. Are, but everybody Robert, are, has you, are, you, are you thinking about something like, for example, when you get all dressed up and you, you're going to go to the party or whatever it is, are you, are you saying things that would be manipulative? If I said, Oh, I just got this new sweater. Do you like the color? Doesn't it look great on me? 
Is that me accidentally becoming manipulative? Oh, no, that's you fishing for compliments, which you do a lot, but it's okay because I know you're doing it. <laughs> so there's a difference. Nobody between- ever asks me those questions, by the way, because I always tell them the truth. So if, <laughs> if you just want the compliment, I'm not the go-to gal. But, yeah, um, there's a difference there. Now, the, it's, fishing for compliments is the way that we say that, of course. So how does a person, Robin, how does a person become manipulative? even accidentally during holiday seasons, what kind of a situation or occurrence or conversation would take place that makes someone be become accidentally manipulative? Well, I would check your expectations. I think that's where you'll find the roots of it. So if I expect that, I expect that my sister is going to use the antique china that she got from my mother on Christmas dinner day. Mm -hmm. And then I get there and I see her getting out some plain old everyday china. And I say, I can't, instead of saying, oh, it would mean, it would really make me happy. And I'm happy to help with it. If we could use the traditional china that mom left you instead, I go, I can't believe you're disrespecting mom that way. What are you too Mm -hmm. lazy to get out the good stuff. I mean, what the heck? This is every single Christmas we use the good stuff and now you're using this plain old stuff, you know? So it's, it's triggered by this expectation. I expect, you know, somebody to answer the door right away when I get there. And maybe Mm -hmm. I had to ring the doorbell four times and I can hear them all laughing and having a good time. And now I'm triggered because I Mm -hmm. feel like they should be excited about my arrival. And Mm -hmm. so they open the door and I go, well, took you long enough. It's manipulative because it's Mm -hmm. what is the, it's, I feel bad. So I want to make you feel bad. Mm -hmm. I see. I see. And it happens so much over the holidays. So much. I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of giving it. I've certainly gotten my share of it. I just think you could have a lot happier holiday if you take 100% personal responsibility for taking inventory of what your expectations are and then saying, are those realistic? And what if they don't meet them? Can you be understanding? Can you give the benefit of the doubt? to maybe your sister hurt her wrist and those that china was on too high of a shelf and she had no one to help her and she didn't want them to break when she got them down Mm -hmm. you don't know there's a million explanations but do you give the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you are you kind about it and that's a lot different than we've always been referring to and certainly about in the book we're referring to manipulators who do and say those kind of things for completely nefarious reasons that they intended to, as a means to control you, to control your behavior, your thinking. And emotions are the key to holidays. Because holidays are and emotional. They're right they're, of course, they're a very emotional time, holidays. And manipulators are, boy, they're in their glory because the, they love to be able to and find it easy to manipulate uh, your emotions if you are not ready to protect yourself. That's why we're so concerned about the level of awareness that you have and that, the, that that you practice the techniques that we've been talking about. It's simple enough of saying, I will not, or I am not, or the tone of voice, Clear. the yeah. facial expression, and being short, not being long, just saying, okay, walking away, whatever it. it is. Not Dennis, we have a question quiet. coming from LinkedIn. Yeah. Sure, go ahead. From Karen. Someone may take a manipulative posture if there's an expectation of a combative response mm-hmm. in order, I think she means like first to take control. Yep. 
So that, but that's a weakened position. I would suggest to you mm-hmm. that the manipulator actually sees through that as fear that you, that you're trying to come on more aggressively, more assertively with them. So you want, we're trying to give a more nuanced way so you can still feel because that a lot of people feel uncomfortable with that, so they overreact. I think I I think that's what you mean by that, Karen. They, Karen, they know they're prepared for that person, so they so they're ready. And um, go ahead. I was just going to say, Robin, I want to pick up on something you mentioned earlier. The the, the key word in Robin's comment there is the expectation. They are expecting certain kind of reaction, and for manipulators particularly, they expect that what they're going to do. We'll get a certain kind of a reaction. That's what we're saying to you is be prepared not to give that combative reaction or whatever it is. Whatever well, you, you think they're thinking about, don't do it. And then when you don't do it, be prepared for them to up the ante. Yeah, they, yeah. They, so typically they don't give up too, too easily because, again, it's a game it's fun. Yeah. They want a win. They don't mm-hmm. just say, oh, well, I didn't win that one. Let me go. No, mm-hmm. they typically will go more personal. They'll mm-hmm. throw more tactics at you. You mm-hmm. have to be prepared to see that mm-hmm. as I succeeded. Yep. I succeeded in thwarting the first tactic or two mm-hmm. because clearly they, they're triggered. Now they're emotional. Yeah. And that's a win for you. That is a win for you. It's a you win for you on your game that Absolutely. you don't get hooked because now they're, they're going to try worse. They're going to say worse things. In fact, we talked about word choice, Dennis, mm-hmm. the word choice may shift. So they may use stronger words mm-hmm. to describe you or describe the way you look or describe an event. So mm-hmm. more dramatic words that are meant to trigger. Yeah, if so you're prepared for that, then you won't fall for that. For example, if, the, if if a person says that you ask about a dress, about the dress and how do I look today? And the comment that you get back from your manipulator is, well, it's, it's okay. Whoa. That's intended to trigger in you the emotion of, oh, I'm not good enough or, oh, this isn't, what's wrong? Or the emotion of, what do you mean it's not good enough? I blah, 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 blah. Some emotion from you is a win for him, for him or her. Any emotion. Any emotion. It's not a matter of one kind of the and other. Then they, they want to trigger it. they take that emotion and then they build they on that. that. So they'll That's go exactly from right. there to the next thing to the That's next That's exactly thing. right. So you're when you're dealing with a manipulative person, when you're dealing with someone who you know is that way, you have to be prepared to protect yourself with the simple things that we've been teaching you all these times here. Don't react. Respond. Give yourself those three seconds to think through, to, what will I say? Succinct, succinct, succinct. And keep it short. That's exactly right. When you respond, keep it short. The more you explain, holy moly. It gives them. It gives them more things to link onto. Keep it short. If, it, if it's necessary, move away. Get away. Physically get away. Hang up. If you talk to me like that again, this conversation is over. So let's just touch on that for a second, Dennis, because that can be a huge win and a tell for the manipulator. So in other words, if, if you, if you say, Oh, 
I, I can't do this or I, I, or you get, you look flustered and you say, I, I have to go and you walk away. Oh, the yeah. way that you walk away right. is very important. So That's this right. is where planning and uh, preparation comes in. That's right. That's right. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Dennis. I'm, I'm gonna, there's something I really need to do right now. I'll be right back. I'm not coming back. Mm-hmm. I say that yeah. and then I do yeah. whatever. That sends a message to them that, yeah, not that important. And did you see how controlled she was when she said that? No hesitation. It was short. Low. It was direct. Eye contact. Was, also, then, I would have touched your arm and because if you're talking, I would just to show. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people aren't afraid. comfortable with that, but mm-hmm. I would do that. I would show mm-hmm. you like I'm I'm mm-hmm. in charge here. Yeah. Hold on a minute. I'm so sorry to interrupt. I've got to run right now. I've I've forgotten something. Mm-hmm. I left something in the car or or there's always and you can practice this plan and prepare in advance. I have to run to the ladies room. I'll be there right back. <laughs> don't come back. You can say I'll be right back and don't come back with a manipulator. Because remember the whole thing is you sending them the message that yeah. it ain't going to work on me yeah. or the men's room manipulators yeah. come in both genders. Now let's remember <laughs> that. <laughs> but well, the, the, I was the going with my own gender. Making, pardon we, me. <laughs> we've been making the same points over and over because these are the things that work. We're concerned with your being able to protect yourself as it's happening. As you're getting manipulated. But going back to Dennis, what you were saying about you being manipulative based on your expectations or insecurities, mm-hmm. even let's say you're not a manipulator, you just become manipulative because you have expectations and insecurities. That is a huge, huge reveal for your vulnerability to manipulators. Mm-hmm. So even in your own manipulation, you're revealing your vulnerability. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason not to do it beside the fact that it just doesn't help relationships and it's not productive and it won't make you feel good about yourself. And it's hard to recover from. And people never forget which when you say things that you don't mean it just it's about planning and preparing, you know, let's, the patterns of these people that you're going to be with. Let's think about it. Let's stretch this, this definition of holidays. Robin, as we said. So holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving, major religious or traditional, 4th of July, New Year's, those are, we get that. Those are really, really big opportunities for manipulators. And that's what we've been talking about. Be prepared. Okay. Now let's just stretch the definition a little bit to other holiday parties, things like retirement parties or a wedding reception or a birthday party, or or the birth of a child, or the death of someone. These are family get-togethers as well. They are also grounds for manipulators. They love these opportunities because they know, they can predict that you're going to be in some kind of a mood. They can predict your emotion. And so they can plan their manipulative tactics around what emotions that usually attend to meetings and, and parties and things like that. And they just plan around it. These well, are op- typically there, there's in the planning, it can be a lot about them placing themselves. For example, at a baby christening, they may arrive late. Uh, actually, 
know where everybody is, but come in late so they can squish in next to someone that they can make feel very uncomfortable. It can be that strategic mm-hmm. because of these events. Typically there's expectations, right? Mm-hmm. Of where you, how you're to behave and things like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Dennis, I have to give you, okay. We have, we have a little bit of time. We've got yeah. Yeah. 12 minutes on um, mm-hmm. I was thinking, is there anything more you want to say about the other types of events? Because I think it's very similar. It's just. Yeah, they're very similar. Uh, the difference is that they are not as mm, nationally or internationally known. They may have uh, certain cultural differences between those and other things. For example, uh, a retirement party. Okay, so there's some tradition around a retirement party, but different cultures celebrate in different ways. Uh, a birth of a baby. For example, a wedding reception. Wedding receptions have tremendous cultural differences. But there's, but generally but how does speaking, that play into manipulation? Now, now, a manipulator knowing that knows very well. For example, let's take a wedding reception. Wedding receptions, everybody's happy and all of that. Okay. Everybody wants to share that in the joy. Okay. Easy for a manipulator to come over and just grab you by the, come on, let's dance. Let's get in this and let's just take you by the hand and manipulate you out to the dance floor, let's say. It can be difficult to resist that kind of a thing. And maybe when they're dancing, they get a little bit closer than you would like. All of this is manipulative tactic. And those environments which are supposed to be upbeat and happy, and let's say it's not that it's not that jovial, it's not dancing. Let me sit down beside you. And just a leg touches next to your leg because it's a crowded place where you're sitting. They just sit real close to you like that. You don't have to tell a lot everybody. of liberties with personal space at these family events and those environments. They say, Oh, it's, oh, it's okay. We're just, oh, we're just, friends. Oh, we're all family here or those kind of things. You don't have to well, stand. Now up. you're reminding me of something, Dennis, maybe this would be a good thing to just leave everybody with something to think about. We have a, a worksheet that we do in the workshop, which I, I can't go into every one of them. And I'll give you a couple of things. It's called, what are you willing to tolerate? Mm-hmm. This is something you want to think about. Basically, you take something like, will you, a question, like, will you tolerate someone diminishing you in a conversation? Mm-hmm. So, Dennis, I'll ask you that. Will you tolerate somebody diminishing you in a conversation? Now, you have to answer yes or no, Dennis. <sighs> Just be a real person, Dennis. Okay. Uh Yes. You will tolerate somebody diminishing you in a conversation. Yes. Okay. That's the end of it. So now you've admitted to yourself that you will tolerate somebody diminishing you in a conversation. Mm-hmm. Now say no. No. Okay. If the answer is no, then you have to go on to what will the consequences be when somebody diminishes you in a conversation? Mm-hmm. Now you have to think long and hard about that, Dennis. I won't mm-hmm. have you do it now, but... Basically, if someone diminishes you in the conversation, you could say, I will leave the conversation immediately. Mm -hmm. I will let the person know that it's unacceptable Mm -hmm. and call them out. And then no matter what is what this is a commitment to yourself. So even if it's your boss, even if it's in a, a work meeting, these are the hard lines policies. Promises that you need to make to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to strengthen you. Mm-hmm. Because what 
what happens is we get wishy-washy and blurry on things like, will I tolerate somebody lying to me? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Mm-hmm. Not sometimes, not it depends, but yes or no. Mm-hmm. Most people would probably say no. Okay, so what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. And this requires a lot of thought and, and a careful commitment because you want it to be simple and executable. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot to think about in planning and preparing for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Think about what we often talk about, Dennis and I often talk about your theme. Maybe how do you want to be perceived yourself? Do you want to be perceived as helpful, joyful, successful? What's your theme word, your style word? And then think about what do you, how do you need to be? To to achieve that. To achieve that. What does that look like? Create that, yeah. And try that. It's very intentional. And it gives you somewhat of a framework to stay within. Mm -hmm. And people will notice that you're different. Mm Mm-hmm that you want to break these patterns. The second you fall into the pattern, you're falling right into the hands of manipulation and manipulators. Mm -hmm. All right. So the patterns are uh, the negative patterns aren't helpful Mm -hmm. in holiday situations and they're rife with patterns. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Holidays are an easy, easy time for manipulators to manipulate you, to get to you, because you're not as aware at those times as you might be in the office or at home or in the car or whatever, because holidays carry with them frivolity and joy and pleasure and things and people. Well, sometimes, Dennis, sometimes they're fully loaded with anxiety and fear and trepidation and embarrassment. And, oh, my God, let me get through this. I mean, let's face it. It's all that and more, and it's it's upon us once again. So maybe yeah. this year can be different for you. Try something different. Mm-hmm. Plan a little bit. Decide how you want to be and what you'll tolerate mm-hmm. and what you're going to do when someone tries to manipulate you. Now, you know, we've, been, we've given you a few things during this last hour, about this hour. In all of the podcasts, we're giving you specific techniques that you can use to protect yourself against these manipulative tactics that are coming your way. And they're definitely coming your way during holiday time because it's a prime time for the manipulator, he or she thinks, to be able to get to you because you're not aware. You're joyous. You're happy. You're thinking about other things. No. You've got to be alert. You've got to be ready for it. I hate to say it that way because we don't want to take the, the joy and the frivolity and the friendliness and the casualness and the love out of your holiday time with your loved ones. We don't mean that. But you know the pe- people who you suspect. You know the people who you dislike, who you're uncomfortable with, those manipulators. You know who they are. So be prepared. When that person is near you, around you, they are very well aware that they're where they are. And they know, they've practiced even what to say, what to do, how to act, how to re- how to look, how not to look. They know. So you have to know also. We want you to have the techniques to protect yourself. And we're trying to alert you to the kinds of things that these manipulators do. That's what I know in the book. Of course, we've identified 24 specific tactics and 24 specific techniques to protect yourself or more, actually. So in these podcasts, we're trying to do some of the same thing. We try to demonstrate for you 
how the, ta- the, the manipulative tactic might sound, how it might come to you. No matter what it is, if you haven't read the book, that's okay. But if you haven't read the book, just remember, keep it short, keep it sincere, move out of the way, get away from these people if you possibly can. Just stay away from them, but always be alert that everything they say, no matter how friendly, how much of a smile you get, how words are drawn out, and ah, all of that is part of it. Be aware. Don't become the target of that. That's why we're here. So you can always ask Robin or myself how to deal with a specific, specific situation that you're facing. In fact, we have workshops and things and other ways that you can contact us, but don't be hesitant. You see, going along the bottom of the screen, please visit us at www.outwithinrealtime.com. That tells you how to get in touch with us. We will respond to you. So when you write things in the chat or you say things to us that you'd like to have answered, we do get back to you. And many of you know that. So don't hesitate. Don't be afraid to ask. So thank you for being with us during this hour. We invite you to find our podcast on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, and we'll see you next time. I'm Robin Galinsky. And I'm Dr. Dennis Becker saying thanks for being with us. And bye for now. Happy holidays. Thank you for being with us today on today's episode of Outwitting the Manipulator, Protecting Yourself in Real Time. Robin and Dennis are seasoned communication experts, not medical or therapeutic professionals. The thoughts and opinions expressed are their own. If you, a loved one, or a friend are in an abusive or controlling relationship, you will find additional resources in the show notes for today's episode. Their book, Outwitting the Manipulator, Protecting Yourself in Real Time is available on Amazon and Kindle. We invite you to be with us again next time when Robin and Dennis will discuss ways of outwitting the manipulator, protecting yourself in real time. <laughs>